Hey friends, Alicia here of Daily Musings. Happy Monday. Today I wanted to tackle a subject that I was chatting about with a friend today, actually. It's the idea of the artist's resistance. So this is the idea that as an artist, whatever that happens to be, whether you're a painter or a writer or a musician, that we tend to procrastinate heavily on actually doing the art itself, even though the art itself generally, even if it's difficult, brings us great pleasure and joy. And this is something that the author Stephen Pressfield has written at length about in his books, say, for example, The War of Art, which I recommend because it's very, very short. Very, Actually, I think all of his books that I've read anyway are quite short. The War of Art is the first in a three or four book series, um, but I definitely recommend that one. And he, he talks a lot about um, resistance in particular. And one thing that I've noticed in my own life is that I tend to, um, <laughs> when it comes to creating a piece of writing, for example, what I'll often do is I'll, uh, I'll just, it, it's such a struggle. I'm very good at collecting information. I'm very good at research. I'm very good at exploring other people's ideas. But when it comes to sit down and put the metaphorical pen to paper, uh, fingers to keyboard, it, it's really difficult for me to actually get started. And there are a few reasons for this. One of them being that doing real creative work takes a lot of effort. It's all of your faculties are going to be invested in it. You have to pull in your heart and your mind and bring yourself to the table. It's very active. It's not passive. Research can feel active, but it's not nearly the same as the activity required to actually generate your own thoughts. And so there is a part of it that I think is a little bit of laziness, but there's also a little bit of, a, of an inadequacy feeling. So when I'm doing research and when I'm writing about the things that I'm researching, I get a feeling of inadequacy at what I'm able to create myself. Because I, I think about how other people have expressed these thoughts better. Who am I to express these thoughts? What do I know? Um, other people are more learned than me. They're wiser than me. And other people seem to be way better at writing a persuasive argument when they do something. They seem to be better at collecting data, stringing it together in a coherent narrative. I get something similar with songwriting, where I sit down and before I even start writing a song, I start feeling how... All these other artists and musicians are so much more talented than I am. It seems like it's effortless for them to create something of value, something that's unique, something that has surprises in it, something that has potency and truth. And who am I to write a song? What do I know? What can I possibly convey? And then my attempts to convey things often feel feeble and inadequate because I'm comparing myself to other people who, in my perception, seem to do it a lot better. This is a, a funny thing because these thoughts often happen before I even start the creative process. But I notice something happen as soon as I actually begin the process of writing, say, if I'm trying to create a persuasive argument about something or just try to pen my feelings on something. When I actually get started and when I, I get in the zone, which usually doesn't take that much effort, it, it just starts coming out of me in a way that doesn't feel like my own. It doesn't feel very personal. It feels like um, something is working through me. And I feel like the ideas that come out of me are more than I would have expected. Uh, it's, it's like as soon as you get into the creative act, as soon as you get started, it's like there's 
some people would frame this as maybe like a little bit of divine assistance steps in. I know Elizabeth Gilbert likes to talk about the muse getting involved, getting their hands in there with you, helping you along. I know that Tim Urban has talked about how as soon as he actually gets to the work of writing, he finds that his ideas are uh, much better and brighter than when they were just in his head and when he was just thinking about it. So something happens in the act of creation where more comes out of me than I would have expected. And not every time. I, I think I've said this a lot, but I find that for every one idea I have that's good, there's probably like nine mediocre ideas or maybe even bad ideas lingering in there. So when I'm coming up with song ideas, I, I really try not to get too attached to them because even in the moment, if I'm feeling the magic, uh, which happens, it's a, a lovely thing when it happens, you feel the magic of, of inspiration, of something coming through you. I also know that that magic is a little bit of a drug and it can distort my opinion, like my objective opinion on how good or bad something is. So I remember that most of my ideas actually aren't that good, but it's the act of just going through the process. So as a writer, I've done a lot of writing. I do a lot of journaling. I do a lot of personal essay style writing, but I haven't really done a lot of essay writing or uh, journalistic type writing or writing where I'm trying to uh, explain facts in a way that um, other journalists that I, I love do, like for example, Michael Pollan. Michael Pollan has this great way of giving you a lot of information and also weaving in personal anecdote. And he, I, I just think he's a brilliant writer. He's written for the New York Times for a very long time. He has lots of books and he has a lot of love and care in his writing. So I think about people like that who are so practiced at what they do. They're so genius at it. And it's something that I haven't really done before. So I feel like, okay, what, um, what could I do? How could I write a, an essay on pandemics, say, that's even going to come close to this? But that's not the point. The point is to just do the thing, to do the creative process, to go through it, to experience the magic. And if this is a skill to build, then that's great. I mean, if you're just starting out as a musician, or in my case, if you're just starting out writing informational style essays, it's okay that it's not going to be um, the level of a top tier performer or writer, because that's that's part of the process. I think there's this, there's this really great Ira Glass quote, something about uh, having taste. I'm, I'm not going to remember it in the moment, but how if you notice other musicians or other writers being so far above you, you're able to recognize that when you're just starting out. It means that you have good taste and that good taste is a beacon of light for you as you go along your creative path because it'll allow you to look at your own work and see where your faults lie, which seems like a little bit of a sad scenario being, you know, when you're writing something you're like, man, I suck at this, but it doesn't have to have a negative connotation. If you have good taste, that's going to guide you to creating better things. It's such a stumbling block for people if they think that they're already very good, because if you already think you're very good, then you're probably not going to notice where your inadequacies are. I mean, you guys probably know people in your own life who are, maybe they're into music and they think they're super good at music and it sort of like, you're polite, you listen to them play, things like that, but you're like, man, they're like, maybe not so good. The thing is, is like most of us aren't going to be world-class performers or writers or things like that, but 
the way that you get better is by honing in your and refining your yourself, your work. And the way that you do that is by, well, being objective about the quality of your work and having good taste and being able to notice the gap between the mastery that you wish to achieve and the level that you're at currently. So all of this to say is that the resistance of art, um, of getting to the starting line, of even picking up the pen in the first place, is I think a, a battle that most artists go through. Um, so much, uh, so much procrastination in my life happens where I'm just avoiding a big project. It's really just I'm avoiding my own feelings of my own insecurities about creating something that's mediocre. I'm confronting um, my laziness of having to actual actually do like difficult, challenging, fully engaged work. But at the end of the day, that work is magic. Um, even if the muse isn't with you every single time you pick up the pen or every single time you sit down at the piano bench, the moments that the muse is with you makes it all worthwhile. So I say this as a reminder to myself and maybe you, I guess, by default, since I'm talking about it, to just sit down, just start writing. And it's okay if it's not the best thing that's ever been written. But I think that you'll be surprised if you haven't already had this experience of the genius that comes through you when you actually just sit down to do the work and you put aside all of the excuses and all of the resistance. And also remembering that the resistance is normal and a part of being an artist that we all go through. So that's my thought for today. Thank you for sitting with me or standing with me or doing the dishes with me or driving the car with whatever it is you're doing. I appreciate your time as always, and I'll catch up with you later.